Movies are being made in Montana, and one of the lead production houses, award-winning in fact, is making movies celebrating fly fishing, people in the sport of fly fishing, and the fishing rivers that make it all possible. His movies can be seen online, in film festivals, and fly fishing enclaves, but also in the Fly Fishing Film Tour 2021, which is coming to Charlotte, North Carolina's historic Visualite Theater on September 22nd. Live music at 5.30. The movies start at 7 p.m. Lead dog of PMD Productions is Matt Devlin from Missoula, Montana. He's joining Wes Lawson right there and Bill Barty right here on the Carolina Outdoors. Matt, welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you. And, and as we talk about this, we first want to find out about PMD. It came into existence back in 2014, but you were doing photography and video well before that. How did you get into this line of work? You know, it's a good question. Um, it just it just kind of kind of happened. You know, I was I was hanging out with some guys in Missoula. Actually, it started before that in Maryland, um, having friends that were kind of interested in film production. And you know, back in those days, it was all like these little handy cams and you record it onto, you know, one of those CD discs that looks like a miniature donut. And, uh, <laughs> one day I just, you know, kind of ended up like, Hey, uh, you know, you, you hold it for this shot or that shot. And my, my background from a young age has always been in writing. I've always sort of considered myself a storyteller. You know, I, I won, uh, one, one of my proudest moments, I won some governor's award for poetry when I was in uh, second grade. <laughs> for my for my poem, New Direction. Whoa, and, we're not even going to yeah. ask you to recite that because we still know that you know that second grade poem. I do, I do, but that <laughs> that's that's for a whole another day. Yeah, we'll do that on another interview. Just for our listeners out there, uh, PMD Productions. What a coincidence that your initials and the pale morning done are the same. Um, and just for people out there, Pale Morning Duns are Missoula's and one of Montana's premier summer mayfly hatches with their slow emergence, but then their, their the insects' wings quickly dry and they fly away. How did you line that up with uh, Peter Matthew Devlin, but also Pale Morning Dun? You know, it was uh, just coincidence again. And... You know, I, I actually grew up in Maryland, and uh, my home river when I got into fly fishing was the Gunpowder River north of Baltimore. And the pale morning dun is essentially the same insect as what we have on the East Coast, and we call them sulfurs. Um, it's, you know, a yellow-bodied mayfly, and they're, you know, if you talk to most biologists, they're, they're the same bug. We just have two different names. So I didn't even know that there was a bug called a PMD until I moved out west in kind of the mid to late 2000s. And some some buddies I was working at a fly shop with just started calling me PMD. And, uh, you know, rest is history. You know, and so this all kind of juxtaposes nicely with a story, a film about not just a sage and fly fishing, but his sort of innate ability to create these flies, that these these artificial flies that really mimic the look and behavior of the real life fly. 
Talk to us for just a minute about the actual Denny behind Denny's Flybox, this this great film coming up in this year's Fly Fishing Film Tour. So, you know, Denny is just one of those special people that sort of is kind of from that, that bygone era, you know, kind of the kind of the baby boomer era of, you know, super humble, kind of give you the shirt off his back, but never, never really ask for anything in return. And he is, you know, also part of the generation that never really got the memo about self-promotion. You know, it, it's, it, it's important to me to try to preserve some of these stories where I can and kind of, I see Denny's fly box as, as sort of Denny Wallen's legacy that may not have kind of been out there in the world or may not, the story may not have been told because, you know, he, he had no inclination to tell it, you know? And I think that for the younger generation of fly fisher women and men coming up, that it's, it's good to have these stories of these people that have been doing it for decades on decades and, sort of just do it for the right reasons, I guess. And, and he, he's a phenomenal person. He's a really good fisherman and he's an even, an even better fly tire. He's just got so many innovative patterns and, you know, he's, he's had some serious health issues the, the past couple of years. He's dealing with some Parkinson's now and he still finds a way to tie these intricate little dry flies. And, you know, I've got a handful of, of Denny flies that I, I don't even really fish. I just kind of keep them around. Flies that he would give to you in, in old uh, prescription bottles, right? How did how did you and Denny meet one another? Talk to us about kind of that that uh, part of the story because it's pretty fascinating. So, so I was actually working at a fly shop in Missoula, Montana called the Grizzly Hackle, and Denny just kind of showed up one day as this, older employee and uh you know he 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 was a little curmudgeonly at first you know it took a while to warm up and then you know one day he just started you know bringing me flies and he he would cook these uh key lime pies and bring them in just sort of shove them across the counter and kind of walk away and eventually i kind of accepted like okay i think i think then he kind of does kind of like me and uh you know, he, he was sort of a fly tying mentor for me. And, and I mean, this was years ago. This was, this was before I had a, an 11 year uh, guiding career out of that same fly shop. And so he, you know, taught me how to kind of tie steelhead flies on a rotary vice and just some of like the more advanced techniques that I hadn't gotten into, but we were, we were actually, um, you know, co-employees and colleagues, uh, about geez, 13, 14 years ago now. Fly shops are fascinating. It doesn't matter where you go. Fly shops all have or recently had a renaissance person curmudgeon who you don't realize that they even know you exist until they give you treats or they've tied you flies or they loan you a reel. Um, You know, plenty of these fly shops you can walk in and and there's the employee with his back to the door tying flies, not even aware of your presence, but then they share the world with you. It's just an amazing part of the subculture of fly fishing. It, it is, you know, and I'm I'm sort of endlessly fascinated with the subculture of fly fishing, I think, you know, and I I that that's kind of one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about this sport and I kind of 
I feel I feel a need to preserve certain aspects of that subculture kind of as we're, you know, navigating this kind of new age, like social media driven um, kind of place in fly fishing. Matt Devlin is our guest here on the Carolina Outdoors. Wes Lawson right there, Bill Barty right here. He's from PMD Productions, but he's also the director of Denny's Fly Box. It's in the upcoming F3T 2021 Charlotte edition at the Visualite Theater on September 22nd. We're going to have live music there at 5.30 starting then. And at 7 o'clock, the films will start, one of them being Matt Devlin's Denny's Fly Box, Matt. Uh, here I go into the symbolism, but can you talk a little bit, it's ironic, maybe is the word, but in an unhealthy time that we've been through, fly fishing, fly tying is a healthy hobby. Does Denny's story with his, uh, you know, I guess getting older, diabetes, uh, beginning stages of Parkinson's, those kind of things creeping up, is is there a little insight into fly fishing as an escape, but also as a healthy hobby during an unhealthy time? Of course. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I think anybody that, that kind of descends, you know, deeply into fly fishing as a sport or a hobby or a pastime, whatever you want to call it, I think that all of those people are on sub-level escapists and kind of connecting to that, that forced meditation of just, you know, being out on the river, um, you know, it's, it's cliche, but it's just, it's about so much more than the fishing, just being out there connecting with the river, seeing what bugs are coming off, kind of trying to, you know, chart the behavior of the trout and minutes and hours just kind of melt away. And I think fly tying is kind of the same way. It's, it's a creative outlet, but it's also, something you can go do and be consumed by it to the point where everything in, in the rest of your life kind of takes a back seat for at least some, some short period of time. And I think like that for people that don't fly fish, that's, that's kind of the best way I could describe what the draw is and kind of what that almost addictive element is. And, you know, in, in, in these times, it, you know, back in March of 2020, it was like, fly fishing was one of those few things that was kind of already already social distancing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just adding more reason to do it. It already had the uh, escape and social distancing. Then, then you could just be out there, uh, whether it's with other people or at, at your distance or whether you were out there all by yourself. Um, you've won awards doing this, and, of course, Denny's Flybox is just one of your films. Um, talk to us about The Streak, because it's another human interest story um, that, you're, that you're painting a picture. You can go see the trailer at pmdfilm.com. But talk to us about uh, Rick Branzel and Chris McClain and their relationship, because that's a more recent film that you've just done in the uh, previous few months. Yeah, yeah, that was... Um, something that we released, uh, you know, in 2020, and, and right now you can go watch it um, on on the Vimeo on demand page for PMD Productions. And we actually did a article for Fly Fisherman about that film. But you know that that film is just really kind of another passion project for me. And I, I filmed it over an entire year, and it's about these two fishing buddies, Rick and Chris, and they have 
caught a trout out of the main stem of the Bitterroot River from a drift boat every month of the year for going on 20 years. And, you know, it's uh, there are certain months where, you know, you, we didn't know if it was going to happen or not. And, you know, it's just kind of, it's it's one of those films that just kind of unfolded, you know, in real time as I was filming it and then cutting it together. And I'm I'm really proud of it. You know, I think it's another one of those stories that I feel like is, is really really worth kind of preserving and you know giving giving the next generation an opportunity to kind of connect with you know some of these people that you might pass on the river that have been literally fishing the river longer than you've been alive you know i think it's 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 worth kind of knowing who those people are and and respecting kind of some of the history a little bit and the the streak is about that that streak um catching a fish every month for for all those years matt devlin's our guest here on the carolina outdoors he's a filmmaker videographer pmd productions missoula montana we're going to find out the montana fishing report in just moments from matt because he's going to give it to us i'm sure but matt you've had successful submissions to the f3t and it's coming to charlotte september 22nd you've had successful submissions with different owners of the f3t Talk to us not just about making the movies, but talk to us about the process of submitting and then having it successfully chosen to be shown all over North America. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think anybody that is is kind of involved in this filmmaking niche is really uh, doing it to get rich. But you know, it, it we're we're doing it because we feel like these stories are important to tell and. You know the the process is just sort of, you know, you you, you got to jump through some some hoops to get it done. But the fly fishing world is is pretty small, really. And uh, you know, once you kind of get get your foot, you know, through the door, it kind of it makes it a little easier to walk through it next time. And uh, you know, Bill, I think you have the Midas touch because la- last time we did an interview, it was about the film Landsick, and that went on to win a, a Drake magazine award which i always kind of uh tongue-in-cheek refer to as like the the oscars of fly fishing that's just one of my superpowers it only works on your films though it <laughs> i'm more <laughs> i'm trying to get that midas touch to work on other things bring that microphone yeah, over keep, here, the, TJ. keep the interviews coming <laughs> you know and if you haven't seen landsick that's definitely want to check out that's a great film but you know pmd is not a a big time studio monstrosity you guys are uh small and you're filming these in some remote places. What else are y'all working on? What's the next big project in the works for PMD? So, you know, we've had, we've had a really interesting year. Um, we just wrapped a shoot for Sims this summer, uh, kind of releasing their new uh, Freestone line of waders and packs and some other things. And I actually this year got an opportunity to work on my first you know, major project with a budget that has no fly fishing in it for NRS, which is a rafting company. And it's actually about a female kayaker. And then I just got back, um, geez, like five, four or five days ago from two weeks in Hawaii, uh, shooting a bonefish film for Costa sunglasses and NRS fishing. So we've been pretty busy, you know, and then I think I'm traveling east later this month to do something on the bighorn and 
um, you know, stay stay tuned. We're kind of finally going to get a YouTube channel together. I've kind of been always been a Vimeo guy, but I think, you know, YouTube is just a lot more user-friendly for people kind of bored on the couch. And, I'm, you know, we're, we're going to try to do a big launch, you know, in the next probably six weeks for that. So, you know, if if uh, if if your river of, of birth is the Gunpowder River, I feel like there needs to be a story about that because the name alone has some power yeah, behind it. Um, actually, you just you just reminded me. I uh, another film I'm cutting that uh, that I filmed um, this summer was about. I've got I've got a lot of editing work to do, by the way, on, on all these films. But it, <laughs> it was about the, about the Brood X. Uh, Cicada Hatch, which, yep. you know, re- really interestingly, the last time it happened 17 years ago was was the summer I learned to fly fish, and I actually missed the hatch. I was like, two or three weeks after the hatch is when I like learned about fly fishing, and I just immediately got completely immersed in it. And I just remember hearing about how amazing the fishing was, and you know, 17 years later, I had the opportunity to go back to Maryland and filmed a little on the gunpowder. Most of it was uh, a little further west on the Savage River. Um, it's a little kind of mountain brown trout stream, wild brown trout. And it took two trips, uh, but the second trip, I just hit it. And it was, I mean, it was like nirvana of dry fly fishing. It was incredible. Well, you're too young and cool to be a curmudgeon but we thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing your talent and sharing um your stories and the people whose paths that have crossed yours sharing their stories with us we look forward to uh, watching denny's fly box but also all the other things that you have going on as well uh matt devlin thank you for joining us here on the carolina outdoors just a reminder you can go to pmdfilm.com to see what he has worked on, what he is working on. You can also get tickets to the upcoming F3T at Jesse Brown's, also at the Visualite, also online with F3T, all of those places, so that you can get out there with your favorite fishing buddies and see Denny's Flybox. Matt, thank you so much for being on with us. Thanks for having me. Off he goes, and off we go. He's Wes Lawson. I'm Bill Barty. We're the Outdoor Guys from Jesse Brown's here on the Carolina Outdoors.